Hello. Hi, everybody. How are you? <laughs> um, we got to start correctly. This is Shit. Sarah Westcott. This is Katie Willie. And this is To Be Read. The podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them. Yes, we do. And today we have a special episode. We Surprise! We are not doing our typical thing. We did not have a book out to read. Um, we're coming back from our holiday break and... Extended sabbatical. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, we want to do a catch-up episode, which basically uh, means we're going to talk about the books that we really liked last year, the books that we didn't like last year, maybe, um, and a, a couple other fun book prompts that you and I put together for this special episode. So before we get started on that, how are you, Katie? I mean, it's been I'm a long time since we've been in my closet. I'm, so good. I, uh, it feels like it's been forever, actually. I know. It really has. <laughs> like, it's already the end of January, mm-hmm. basically. Like, um, I just, I don't know where any of that time went. No, like, how are from you? Thanksgiving to, ugh, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm yeah. doing all right. It's like, um, b- birthday week was this week. Yep. Sophie's birthday was on Thursday. She turned 12. Aiden's birthday is tomorrow. He turns 14. So it's been stressful. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on in, uh, like, life right now yeah. with like friends group fr- group friends and like whatever it's um having teenage kids is a struggle and teenage daughters oh, fr- their friend groups <laughs> yes. okay gotcha yes. uh, yeah right. yeah um yeah we can fill that in a little bit after maybe yeah okay. yeah maybe a little bit but um it's just been a, a crazy couple of weeks uh but other than that like you know the family is great we're having a good time nice. like I'm reading a lot, which is great. Yeah. Um, how about you? What are you doing? Uh, sports. And yeah. <laughs> sports and more sports. And sports. <laughs> and then we squeeze in a little bit of sports. Um, <laughs> we are, I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but we're redoing our master bathroom. Yeah, I don't remember if you did, but obviously I knew this, yes. Uh, so it's a slow process. And Luke which, was getting a surgery, correct? Yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> That's going to be put on hold. Yeah. So, but the last, pretty much since he got the surgery scheduled, we've been like, all right, well, how much could we actually get done reasonably by the time he, he goes? Because it's elbow surgery and he's not really going to be able to do much yeah. for a, a, a decent amount of time. Yeah. Um. So we painted the ceiling, we primered the walls, and we started cutting. We got um the... the the tub deck and the floor and the walls that we're putting in for the shower yeah. in the tub. We, oh, we started awesome. putting those pieces in. Yesterday we did the shower base, which was like extremely nerve wracking because the piece is freaking heavy. As <laughs> uh, so that was that. Yeah. Um, and we just are like stuck as far as picking a color to paint. And it's really hard when you have primer that's gray. Yeah. And the walls are going to be, the shower walls are going to be white. And the tub deck is like a black and white and silver Ooh. speckled, which is cool. Yeah. And it, we awesome. like it. Um, but we haven't picked out the floor. And then you also have like the green sheetrock and you have yep. the white sheetrock yeah. and yeah. the primer and the spackle. And then some of the walls are still like the crappy old pink that was in there. <laughs> so it's like there's a whole rainbow and it's very, very difficult yeah. to envision what it's going to look like. Yeah, so. it, it is. It's it's tough. I mean, listen, I've, I've built two houses now yeah. and like being like in that situation where you're like trying to pick stuff out without being without able to visualize it, yeah. it is really difficult. Thankfully, 
I have a pretty good eye for that stuff yeah. and I've yep. done a pretty good job. Yeah. So, um, but there are always things that I'm like, man, I wish I had done this instead of this or, yeah. you know, that you're always going to have those little things. And I know there's a bunch of tools online, but as yeah, far as like taking sure. the picture and then putting all the colors in and just yeah, like, but kind of I have it in my mind. I have a color in my mind and I just kind of think I need to convince Luke that that's the right way to go. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But either way that's interesting and it's fun so um uh either way it's gonna look better than it did absolutely. even if we don't like the color yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's it, like the color of what the walls because you can yeah. just repaint that exactly. <laughs> like, exactly the other stuff is a little bit more difficult uh-huh. so that's the, the stuff you really have to worry about um well why don't we just jump into what we're gonna do i mean we want to okay. talk about our drink where we went yeah. really easy this time so it's 10 30 in the morning on a sunday and yes. we're drinking mimosas yes yes we are um we me and Katie went to a really interesting and fun fundraiser last week, um, and you could buy raffle tickets. So I got lucky and I won one of the raffles, and it was like this big, like Italian food, uh, like almost like picnic type, yeah, situation. like a charcuterie in a basket, yes, basically. Basically, and I didn't realize this until we opened up the next day, but there was a, bo- a nice bottle of prosecco in there. So we're gonna we're drinking our prosecco mixed with our orange juice for a lovely Sunday mimosa. Cheers! So cheers. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this started. Mm-hmm. I was successful in rinsing my mouth, so it doesn't mm. taste like toothpaste. So that orange juice isn't God, bad. I love a mimosa. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Have you ever done done it instead of with cranberry or with um orange juice with cranberry juice instead? No, but that sounds delightful. It's they call it there's a, a poinsettia basically, okay. but and it's fucking delicious. Yeah. I love it. I can imagine that. Um. Okay. So. Katie and I set up a couple of prompts um, for what we wanted this episode to be. We're literally just catching up on our, our year of 2023 reading, whether that be alone, a couple of things are together, things mm-hmm. that we share together. And um, in the future, we want this to come at the end of December so we can kind of wrap everything up and then we'll go on our holiday break. So that. But we failed to plan that ahead of time. Yes. So... Yes. We're still. Ooh, that's pretty. We're still. New. Thank you. Thank you. I'll show you what it looks like on because okay. really, like, I've never seen. I'm sorry. We're talking about my bathing suit now. <laughs> I've never felt Sparkly. sexier in a one suit bathing suit. It's or a, a one, one, piece. one piece bathing nice. suit. It's freaking awesome. Um anyway, so I guess we're gonna just jump in, right? Yeah. Should we just jump in? Okay. Sure. So our first prompt was I think one that Katie picked, right? Mm-hmm. So Katie, what 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 is it? Uh so I didn't actually write out all the full questions. So favorite you what is your favorite place to sit and read? Yes, yes. And I Go know ahead. we've talked about this we before. Have. Um, I have a special chair in my living room that it sits, it's in the corner and, um, the fireplace is on one side and uh, the windows are on another side. And I love to sit in that chair and bundle up with my blanket and just, I'm facing out the window, like, and just seeing like what's going on, like whether it's very peaceful in the backyard, there's nothing going on, but I can see like, you know, the deer coming by Mm -hmm. and whatever. It is my all time favorite place to read. The one downside is that there isn't an ottoman with this chair. It's kind of like one of those wing back chairs. And it's a little small and, you know, I'm small, but like I crumple up in it and over my two week vacation, you I told lived you this, there. I lived, literally lived <laughs> in this chair. And at the end of that vacation, my back was destroyed, <laughs> absolutely destroyed. Like I couldn't, I, I do this thing where I, when I'm, when I'm getting into bed, I pull back my covers and then I kind of push my, push my pillows up. So they're like fluff, flush against the thing. And that movement of pushing my pillows up, like just shot through like my back up to my shoulder. And I was like, Oh, I can't do that right now. (laughs) 
So, so I can't move my pillows because yes, I've read too much. Exactly. Like, imagine being so lazy just sitting in a chair all day long that you've destroyed your back. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst thing. It's the worst not, way to do not. it. I've tried to find different ways. Like, I tend to, like, move around a little bit, mm-hmm. whatever. But if I'm stuck in one position, then it's... Because you curl yeah. your legs up underneath you. So you can Correct. lean to one side and yes. I do the exact same thing. And yes. then you switch and, and switch rotate over. the other way. Yep, yeah. yep. And sometimes I'll move <laughs> and, like, let my legs will go over the side of the chair. Okay. So I'm like that. And that's, like, a little bit better. But anyway, what about you? Where's your favorite place um, for you? So you also have I a chair. I have a chair. <laughs> it is um, a big, fluffy, lazy boy recliner that um, is the chair that was bought when I was pregnant with Adam. So it was his, like, nursery chair. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty beat up. There's a lot of stuffing missing in a lot of places. I actually recently said to Luke that I need to get a new chair because... I love the placement of the chair, which is right next to my big giant front window, and I have a lamp behind yes. me and my bookshelf, which I stare at all the books that I want to read <laughs> while I am staring off into space. Yeah. Um, and I also have a fireplace across, and I always cuddle up with a blanket. Yeah. And um, But I definitely need to get a new chair, I think. It's going to be my splurge once something happens with job and I have, like, a promotion yeah. or get a yeah. raise or something. Just yeah a nice big comfy chair not that i need to have a reason to buy one but right but it, it's like a, it's, it's, an important... it's still serving its function right it now is, so it it's is. not like broken broken right but... but at some point it's going to yeah. probably yeah. or it's going to become pretty uncomfortable and you're not going to want to sit there yeah. anymore but maybe you do have a beautiful couch too but i do and i actually eat, right? well no i've been um i kind of switch it up every now and then so i'll switch on the end which has a recliner yeah um and right next to the light and next to the window as yeah. well yeah um, but i i don't know I tend not to move. I, I, I try not to read on the couch because the couch faces the TV. And if the TV is on, then I'm distracted a little yeah. bit. Um, when I'm not looking at it, I'm less distracted. There are some times when I, it's something I recognize is on. Like if the office is on and there are funny like jokes yeah. happening that I can't not, not pay watch. attention. You know what I mean? But like typically John's watching like football or something mm-hmm. and I can just sit there. Sunday especially. That's my day to literally sit in that chair for like six hours and read. Um, I tend to read like... A book a, day, a book every Sunday basically yeah. um so that's that's that one so our next one this was also one of your prompts Katie that you added um what is uh is or was your favorite book or book related gift you received this year do you want to answer first no uh, no I, I answered answer first, first. Okay. Time, so you do um so for my birthday the woman that works with me she got me um a book that I had never heard of it's called The Dark Side of Alice in Wonderland. It's by Angela Youngman. And it came with a, she's got a bookmark as well. And on the front of the bookmark, it's, the bookmark actually says Once Upon a Time. And on the backside, she wrote on it, uh, we're all mad here. Happy birthday. Love, Sonia. I and love I, that. I, it just, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah. So it's just, it just stares at me. But I, I was so excited for it. And it just, she gets me more than like most people in yeah, my life. So yeah. I, I really appreciate it. Oh, her job. I love her, that. her at my job and her gifts yeah. are awesome all the time. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I How about that. you? Um, I, I got two this year that stuck out to me. Um, the first one being uh, at our office Christmas party, we do like a some people call it different things like a white, white elephant, elephant yeah. <laughs> where you know the gift bag and then you can steal or yeah. you can pick up from whatever so um you know we got through i was one of the i was towards the end so i got to see a lot of what was going on so i ended up stealing something from somebody and then somebody stole that from me but i had been witnessing like what was going on in between those things and one woman opened up a um opened up her gift and it was uh the book fourth wing 
um, by Rebecca Yaros and a couple bottles of little Prosecco and some chocolates. So somebody stole my gift and I was like, I'm going for that gift. Like, I mean, that's the perfect gift for me. I've been wanting to read that book, so I'm going to grab it. So I snagged it and luckily nobody got it from me. Nice. So I ended up coming home with it, which was great. That's a huge success of a white elephant it was, gift exchange. Yes, yes it was. It, I was hoping that I was going to end up with something worthwhile yep. and I very well did. It was a great way to start my vacation. <laughs> what did you bring into the white elephant? What did I bring into the white elephant? Oh, um, at Home Goods, they have these, they have these, um, already made, like shakers yes, yes. and it Pat ma- has these yes and they're they're great they were so cute this the one that i brought in was um christmas cookie martini and okay. uh then i so i got that and then i also bought a really like a nice bottle of gray goose vodka to, to go, go with, with it. it yeah um and somebody did uh somebody did end up with that and enjoying it so yeah yes. that was that was nice um second book related gift i got is uh my best friend julia got me uh a t-shirt this year that says Hot girls read books. And I just thought that that was so perfect. It's perfect. I love it. Um, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so so those are my two favorite book-related gifts this year. I like it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So number three. Ooh, here we this go. This one's going to be the meat of our, I think, the meat of our episode, yes. maybe. Yes, it is. Um, your top five books of the year. Top five reads of the year. And like... Do you want to both start with like five, five, and then four, four, and then get I down d- to number so one? So mine are not in any specific order because the order changes for me often. Okay. Like it's going to ch- like, I, it, I'm always fluctuating. Like I had a really good time reading this, but then I also had a really good time reading this. I don't know that I have an order for them, Okay, but we can just go back, back and, and forth. forth. Sure. Yeah. So I'll start this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of them, uh, I obviously have to smuggle a little bit here. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got to put the his dark materials trilogy <laughs> because we shared it together there are three of my all-time favorite books, maybe my all-time favorite series, and um, I loved sharing that with you. So that was, those were definitely, had to be in my top five reads of the year. I love the fact that every time we do a book countdown, you smuggle in I series. have to smuggle in series. I have to smuggle in more than one book. Um, if I had to pick one, then it would probably be, um, it would probably be uh, the last one just because it ties everything yeah. up in the bow and we got to share it together. So that's, that. that's my number one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say that my number one is a hundred years of Lenny and Margot. I absolutely love that book. It, it resonated with me and it's one that as soon as I get it back from whoever I lend it to, I immediately hand somebody else and I'm yeah. like, you have to read this book. You have to read this book. So. It's so funny because like there are books that I I would I would prefer to buy them for people because I don't want them to never come back to my shelf. Yep. You know, I would get so upset if like I lent out this book and then it just disappeared. disappeared. I mean, that's happened before. <laughs> There's yep. a book that I'm missing right yeah. now and I know who has it, yep. but they are going to say that they don't have it. Anyway, that frustrates me. But um, I love that pick. I will tell you that Lenny and Margot is somewhere on this prompt, but okay. it's not in this particular thing. Okay. <laughs> so the second book on my list that I read in the year, uh, again, we're talking calendar year 2023, nothing that we, you know, whatever. Um, Carrie Soto is back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, just an all around, absolutely fantastic book. I don't know if you read it as well. I did. Um, and I don't know, you weren't a, a tennis fan or no? Not a tennis fan. 
I was a very, like, I used to be a very big tennis fan. My cousin, huge tennis fan. I used to, um, she used to babysit us and we'd watch tennis constantly. Um, so I grew up really, really, really loving tennis. And then it was one of those things where it's just like, okay, like, you know, I've... Something the, has, some things fall away. Yes, exactly, exactly. And like Andy Roddick left and like wasn't no longer playing. So, and he was my favorite player. So I'm like, okay, I, I don't need to watch anymore or whatever. Um, and reading this book really got me wanting to reignite your interest yes. in it yeah yes and after i read it um i was watching the u.s open and coco golf uh an american one and it was so cool i let me and john went out to the a bar and watched it it was fantastic um taylor jenkins reed and her writing is just like superb i don't know how else to describe it yeah. she just makes you she just draws you immediately in and makes you really care about these people who aren't even necessarily good people. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was kind you, of an asshole. Yes, but you find reasons to <clears throat> like them and um, enjoy reading about them and wanting mm -hmm. to root for them. And I, I really love that. So that was um, a, a, another of my favorite reads this year. Um, What's your next one? So my next one I'm going to talk about was one of the last books that I read last year. Um, I finally got myself to read Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I... I knew, like, one. <laughs> generally what the concept was, and I know that it's, like, there's a show, and I haven't watched the show, so I haven't, it was just, like... I'm gonna be honest, you don't want to watch the show, it's just completely depressing, well, it's hard to watch. <laughs> so, I, the one thing I, I, that really resonated with this book is, like, obviously how close it is to, to possible. Yes. But also the fact, like, it wasn't very clear what time period it took place in because it really could have been here. It could yes. have been here. It yes. could have been here. Yes. It could have been this decade. It could have been this decade. Yes. It could be right now. And she wrote this so long ago. And it was forever ago that she wrote it. Yeah. I didn't really like the fact that it wasn't tied up with a pretty bow, but that's still, it was a really good book and I'm glad that I finally read it. I've had it on my bookshelf for a while and it's just one of those ones that I'm like, I have to read that. I have to read that. So I haven't read it, but she wrote a sequel. And it was recently, like within the last few years. Uh, it's called The Testaments, I believe. Okay. Again, haven't read it. Have so for me, it was just I. I'll tell you my situation with The Handmaid's Tale. Um, I read that book when I was younger, and then I read it again when I was older. I believe after I started watching the first season mm -hmm. of the show. Pretty certain that the first season of the show came out before Donald Trump was elected, and by the second season, he was the president. And um. Me and a friend would watch, would watch, would get together and watch it. We'd drink wine. First season, that turned out just fine. But by the second season with Donald Trump in, in the presidency, it became all too real and possible to me. And um, I, we were like, I can't do, I can't it's not do this anymore. It's not enjoyable. I'm, I'm not enjoying getting together and watching this thing because all I'm doing is dreading things already. Mm -hmm. So like to just add something on top of it. So I've never gone back. I've not seen the entirety of season two. And uh, I believe they're in like season five or six by now. I assume that it's like most TV shows of a book where the first one like lines up with the book and then it kind of it diverges does pretty, and obviously I mean, there, takes its own storyline from there. It has definitely taken its own storyline lines since you know yeah she, the book the handmaid's tale is a pretty small book yeah. it's not like there's not a lot to go on but you know they made a really decent movie, a tv show out of it um first season wise it's just really fucking depressing and and brutal to watch on yeah. screen um you know the things that happen in mm -hmm. the book like it's really difficult to to um watch um but i do love that book it's a great book um did you have anything else you want to say about it nope 
That one's, I don't know if you said, that one's by Margaret Atwood, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. But I did not. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) My next one is kind of a silly one. Um, I read it on a fluke because there were some issues um, with uh, people in the community wanting to get this book removed from a ninth grade reading list. In your community. In my community. And Because um, why does that exist? Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So... You know, I, I got a couple people got in touch with me and said, you know, this is going on. You might want to um, come to the board meeting and show your support for, you know, whatever. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to go to the board meeting without actually having read having the book. Read it, yeah. So I actually spent an entire afternoon just reading this book that day before I going into the board meeting to uh, talk about it. And it is The Absolute True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie. Um, it was funny. It was sweet. It was, it made me like see my kid in a different light, my son, you know, um, uh, certainly there are things in there that parents might not want their, you know, kids to, to read, but that's the point. Like, and your kids are talking about these things and your kids are doing these things. You know, there's like, see, like he talks about masturbating, you know, whatever. These are ninth grade kids that are reading this. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're doing that. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's silly. It's silly. It's a, but it's such a heartfelt book and it's um it is about a kid who lives on an indian reservation and and you know it's about the the um the trials and tribulations his his family goes through alcoholism uh death uh poverty it's really horrifyingly eye-opening and um really heartfelt and sweet at the same time i a thousand percent recommend reading this book with your kid or just specifically you reading this book. It's very good. Um, You know, Sherman Alexie aside, he's had some uh, issues. Um, I did read, I remember reading a Sherman Alexie book in school when I was a kid. There's a bunch of them. He's written a bunch. Yes. I think it was, um, it was something like uh, the Lone Ranger and Tonto go to heaven or something like that. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it was something along those lines. But yeah, I feel like I read that when I was in like eighth grade. So reading a Sherman Alexie book when I'm, you know, almost 40 years old was kind of interesting, but like it literally took me just a couple hours to read and, and, and swing through and I loved it. So that's... So what was the result of the board meeting? Um, The result of the board meeting was that uh, the family who wanted to remove the book got very pissed off and stormed out. Fantastic. Yes. And that's how I was... Just remove yourself. Yes, Just like all banning books conversations should end. Exactly. The book is not the problem. If you don't like it, Take it away from your. Take yourself right, away from it. Right. Don't exactly. Read it. If and you like, don't and want the, the main one of the main issues too was that the 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 teachers had even said, you know, if this is not a book that you're comfortable letting your kid read, then they can. Th- there's, there's another other option. Yeah. So there's another option, and they just, you know, weren't having it. So anyway, very good book. I recommend it. You're next. <laughs> so I'm gonna go right back in the same theme of Handmaid's Tale and uh, the punishings by our girl H.R. Bellicosa. Mm. I. That was such a, I love the fact that she was a local author and like talked to us and wrote this book that is so big in in concept and and relevant. And I I love the fact that we were able to talk to her with about it and, and get her insights into it. And it just, it was one of my favorite things, partly because we talked to her yes. and we're able to. Yeah. It was, it was one of my favorite ones that we read because of that. Yeah, me too. It's, it was very cool to chat with her about that um, and get kind of her insight into it. And then, you know, uh, learning that she, she might've had different endings for how it was going to yep. go and, you know, whatever. And 
Um, it was it was a really interesting thing to talk about me and you, and um, unfortunately, like you yeah. said, very relevant. Yeah, you know, with with where things are. So written prior to written prior to all of that, the Dobbs act, like the Dobbs decision, and all that shit. Um, so I I also I too enjoyed reading that book. Um, and thank you, Heather, for yep. for talking with us about <laughs> that. We really appreciate it. Um. All right, I'm going to skip one re- really quickly. So my next one was one we covered together, um, The Vi- Violent Conspiracy by Brendan Slocum. Word up, that's on my list too. Oh, let's chat about it. It was such a great, great debut novel to read by this person we'd never heard of, uh-huh. obviously, and um, just really getting drawn into the mystery of something so that seems so weird to us, yep. you know, because typically we're reading a mystery novel. It's about a murder or something, yes. you know, so to have it be about this Stradivarius a theft of a super expensive, yes. it was very interesting and it was really cool. And it made me, it made me like, um, appreciate appre- classic yes, music. Yeah. Ex- exactly. It made me, it made me appreciate a lot of things, honestly, like just, just the idea of like being able to read a mystery that's not having to do with somebody being killed and slaughtered yep. and, you yep. know, whatever. Like, I really enjoyed it. it. It was fun. It was a very fun read. Yeah. Um, and so, one of my five-star reads of the year, I think. Yes. Yeah. Mine too. Um, I, in an ironic twist. Uh, so I've told you that Adam's playing the saxophone and that he apparently has more musical ability than Luke and I do <laughs> combined, um, which is a good thing because we don't have a lot. And uh, he's really taken to the saxophone this year and his music teacher is really helping enrich that and make it better for him. And um, he was invited to play the All County concert. So that was oh, actually awesome. one of the things that we did yesterday. He yeah. had his rehearsal for All County on Thursday. And we were at Troy Middle School yesterday for the All County. Oh, I love that. And that was that was so awesome yeah. in and of itself, the fact that he was invited to do that. And then, you know, in December, he had his school concert and listening to the sixth grade band there compared to this elementary band that's fifth and sixth graders yeah. that were all invited to play this. And they yeah. only had ever practiced together twice. And like, that was awesome. Yeah, it's very um, cool. <laughs> right around the same time, uh, about two weeks ago, he was in his lesson in school and she gives everybody an opportunity to try um, so he plays the alto sax. So they get a chance to try the tenor sax and the baritone sax. And probably about two weeks prior to that, Luke had pulled up this guy. His name's Leo P. Playing the baritone sax. He's like dancing all over the place, all over the stage, all over the subways, wherever he's playing. And he's just like so loving this. And he plays the baritone sax. And we watched probably a half hour's worth of videos of this guy just playing the saxophone. And then... Adam tried out these two new saxophones and he's like, I want to do the Barry sax. I want to do the Barry sax. But apparently a whole bunch of other people, saxophonists, want to also do the Barry sax. But he has been chosen to be one of the ones that gets to do it. One of the two. So he's going to change his instrument in the next couple weeks. That's awesome. So he's like loving it and he's doing great. And it's one of those things that I think he has... Like, if he practiced more, he'd be amazing at it. But it's one of those innate things for him. So he's like pretty good at it without putting a lot of effort into it and it's yeah. like come on just Aww. like i want you to put effort in just to be like that much better i know tr- trust me oh. i know i know both of my kids play uh, an instrument and if that instrument ever comes home to practice I, no well he brings it home and he'll like <laughs> it and doesn't practice yeah. it and i'm like what's the point yeah like, i agree yeah. and like actually both of my kids are asking me to quit band and i'm really upset about it but like i can't i don't want to force them to do no. something that they don't want to do exactly. like what's the point of that yeah. you know and like why am i paying for this thing that they don't even enjoy doing right so more than likely at the end of yeah. the year they will be both switch out both yeah. switch out and not not play anymore but okay 
So the last book on my top five reads of the year um, is that book that I got from the the Christmas swap, um, Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. Um, I'm sorry, but you give me give me dragons and war, and I'm fucking all in. I'm actually wearing the shirt. Oh, that's from Fourth this Wing. Is from Fourth Wing. So okay, Bezgaiath Be- War College is where they go, and the premise of the book is basically this. You know this. Uh, it's obviously a fantasy, you know, it's dragons or whatever. So they live in this, um, on this continent that's always been at war. And um, they go to this college where there are certain, there's like, um, there's people who go and be like, almost like intelligence people, you know, they're the scribes. So they write and take down all the history and stuff. Then there's the infantrymen. So the people who are on the front lines. And then there are the dragon riders who, so there are obviously dragons in this world. And there are dragons who will pair with a rider, but the dragon chooses the rider, basically. And these are dragons, so if <laughs> they don't like you, they will kill you. So I know you haven't ever seen it, but that is very similar to Pandora. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're the banshe- the banshees that are in Pandora, yeah. you have to actually connect into into is Pandora the name of the movie? Avatar. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's not the name of the movie. So in Pandora, the 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 people that live in Pandora, not the avatars. Yeah. Um, they actually have to pair with a banshee, and the banshee has to allow you to ride it. Otherwise, they also do, yeah. will kill you. Yeah. It's very. It's like to me, it just reminds. It reminded me a lot of Game of Thrones. You know, yeah. I love Game of Thrones. Like I said, give me a fucking story about dragons and people riding them, and I'm all in. So yeah, I bought. I saw this sweatshirt and I was like, I gotta have it. I'm a, a sucker for book merch. Yes, you are. A sucker for book merch. Yes, I will are. buy whatever. <laughs> if I see something and I love that story, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. And on the side here, it's got no, things that says "fly or die," and that's there. No, I kind of really like that sweatshirt. Yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. Um, I it came in the mail on Friday, and I've been pretty much wearing it since. But it's gonna have to go in the garden yeah. in the laundry, in the laundry today. Yeah. Um, so that book is is really fun. The second book came out. Um. Uh, it was called Iron Flame, and I read both of them back to back. And um, now I'm going to have to wait probably a year for the third book. I, I was going to say, is it going to just be a trilogy, it's or is it like be, a full on series? I think she has five. She's okay. going to have five books coming out, is what okay. I understand. I'm not sure where all that story is going to go for five books because they covered quite a bit in first and mm-hmm. the first and second book. But um, it's fun. It was, yeah. it was really fun, and not to mention that of course there is a very sexy duo and uh, a lot of spiciness happens and it's it's good stuff i'm pretty sure you sent me a text that says i don't understand the uh enthrallment with this book when you were only about a quarter away through you're like nah i got and it and then all of a yeah. sudden you're like all right never mind i take yeah. it all back yeah it was <laughs> it was really it was a really fun fun read and um what's really fun about it is that one of my favorite parts about it is the dragons can talk not okay. out loud, but they talk like, like in through you, like in, in your head or whatever. And the two dragons, so uh, the dragons that like, you know, that you get to interact with mostly in the books are very snarky and hilarious. Okay. And I fucking love it. Like yep. it's, the, that's my favorite part is the, the, um, the communication between dragon and rider without okay. question. There's a lot of death, a lot of killing. Um, it's pretty gruesome in places, but it is ridiculously fun read. Awesome. So yeah. 
yeah, that was one of the last books I read this year and one of my favorites. Okay. So that was the top, my top five. So are, I think you have, I have one, one, one more, left, right? Um, Under the Whispering Door, TJ Klune. I told you! I know. I know you did. And I was so happy whenever I was reading it. Um, it was a very enjoyable read all about, you know, what it's a it's a house where there's a a, a, a crew mm-hmm. for lack of a better word that helps you get from your death to the afterlife and um it's all about the what story. the afterlife means to you basically right. yeah and it's this whole story about this guy who's kind of stuck in the house he's not ready to move on and his his development and um the end of the book i bawled but not probably for the reason that most people bawl at the end of the book um because of the dog right yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was definitely because of the dog. Yeah. Um, but it was it was good. It was very good. I actually gifted it to my sister-in-law before I was even done reading it. Oh, really? And, and yeah, unfortunately, she had already read it. So oh she's like, God, oh, I love this book. And I was like, oh. <laughs> my bad. I'm really liking yeah. it, too, but I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So those are my, my top five. And I only actually have five on my list. <laughs> I mean, I only have seven on my list. <laughs> Um, I love that. I love, love, love that. Um, did I think it's my turn, right? Yep. Um, so our next prompt uh is the fave our fave read of the year that we covered together. So um did I start last time or did you? Well I had five and six flipped, or I have a different order. Oh. Or maybe no, you told me you took that one off. Yeah. Favorite read a favorite read that we read on our own. Because that was going to be in the same thing, like the top five yeah. reads. Yeah. What? Okay. You have another book to add? Yeah. Well, one. Uh, Mr. Magic. Oh, the, the, the Kirsten, Kirsten White. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which was, I, you're right. It w- it would be one of my top five, but I intentionally put it on that line. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah I took I it out because I was just like, no, this doesn't make sense because we're yeah. already doing top yeah, yeah, five yeah. books. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed that book. And I, I know I told you that you should read it. And I still strongly encourage you to read that one. I will. You know, I will. I, 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 I really enjoy very, her. very got uh, the whole religious theme okay. that you would enjoy reading that I would enjoy from her perspective particularly yes okay all right so maybe that'll be that'll be the one that I yeah pick off um okay so on to the next one which is favorite favorite book of the year that we read that we covered together as to be read um so did I go first? No, you go first this time. Either way, I think we both have 100 years of yes we do yes we do we absolutely do um it was I didn't add that one to my top five reads, reads of the year only because I knew it was going to go here. Yep. And um, I I really, I love this book. It, like, was, I it really, was such a beautifully written book. It really it was. touched on a whole matter of topics. And I, it, as many times as I cried throughout the book, it was a very enjoyable book. It ha- like it, it, it was, it was meant to make you think about your life and how you live it and do you have it written down who it's by uh, marianne cronin okay. marianne cronin um so the 100 years of lenny and margo by marianne cronin um which uh again we i think it's funny that that was our favorite book to cover together because we sobbed through probably like and neither one of, well i don't like crying with books but <laughs> um but it was a beautiful beautiful book and i truly i can't wait to read it again i haven't picked it up again but i will at some point um, okay, so next next one. What do you think? Is the worst read on my own? Yes, worst read of the year you read independently. Okay. Um, this was uh Mary Kubica, Just the Nicest Couple. It oh, was no. one of those ones where I was just like, everybody talks about her. I think it's the first one of hers that I read, and I got done with it. I was like, I didn't like that. Like mm. I didn't like it at all. Mm. And I was like, eh. 
I don't think I read that one, but I think it's on my list and that bums me out. I don't. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, and I it was far enough ago in the year that I can't even remember why I didn't like what I've, I think the twist. I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that was it or not. I just was like, I don't it didn't seem believable. Yeah. It just, whatever. I've recently read a lot of people like starting to really just like be turned off by her books. Like they're just not. I, oh God, I read a couple of hers and I can't remember exactly which ones. And I thought I'm pretty sure I liked them. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, they're. She, I feel like she has a lot of mystery tropes that, you know, you read in other authors and other authors do it better, you know, yeah. like, so it's not necessary. And that's sometimes. probably why I've just kind of like never gotten to her because I have enough yeah. of the other ones that I do like that I know that I like. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so mine, I, I don't remember if I talked, I think I talked a little bit about it on the uh, podcast and definitely certainly to you, but it was a book called How Does It Feel by Janine O'Reilly. Um, this was just a terrible book all around. <laughs> just really bad. The the um uh, uh dialogue was cringy and awful. The lover like the enemies to lovers thing just happened like that super quickly and it was not good. And um the twist was predictable. And I made a note here, this talk was some of the cringiest shit I've ever read. Like, it's just, it was very, very, very bad. And I only picked this book up because this one girl on TikTok said that it was amazing and she loved everything about it. And um, I really felt for that girl afterwards. I was like, I don't know what you were reading, but it wasn't good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you did talk about that one. And it wasn't that long ago that you read it, correct? No, it wasn't. It was it was definitely the latter half of the year. I just can't remember exactly when. Um, And I remember I remember wanting to not continue on, but at the same time wanting to just finish it so I could say that I read it and whatever. And it just it was um, it was awful. It was awful. That's all. That's all I have to say. Um, what about you? What was your worst read of the, that we covered? Oh no, we, we already did that. We already did yours. Yes. Yeah. So the next prompt is the worst book that we did together. We read together. And I wonder if ours are going to be the same. Not because I didn't actually do a podcast book. Oh, okay. Okay. So mine was Midnight at the Blackbird Cafe. Yeah. By Heather Weber. Um, You really didn't like that one. I just, okay. So I made a couple of notes here. I I couldn't connect to it. I just really didn't Mm -hmm. connect to it. Um, and it just felt very, um, again, a very predictable kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, girl goes to a small town and like she's supposed to do, ends up staying. Like, come on, everybody reads that kind of shit. Whatever. It's it's whatever. Um, my runner up for that one. So I did a little smuggle. Yeah. My runner up for that one is Remi- <laughs> Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt, which sucks because I actually did really like I enjoyed reading this book, but I just couldn't get over like the mist, like the miscommunications, the miss, like, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and some, some, I just felt like some of the characters were just fucking dumb, yeah. you know, like just <laughs> dumb. Like, so that was, that was, uh, that one. Okay. What about you? Um, so the worst we did together is, so I, I love you. You know, I love you. <laughs> it's the book that you picked for uh, book club last. The oh, farm, it was so bad. The, the farm, farm by Joanne yes. Roscoe or whatever. Yes. That one, yeah. it just. Ramos, I think. Joanne Ramos. Okay. Yeah. It had such a good premise and I thought thought it was going to go in a such a different direction that it actually did Same. and then it just kind of like flopped yes. the whole second yes. half of the book and i was like this is stupid yes so even when you thought it was going to pick up and like something was going to happen it, was it just, still no. just didn't yeah it didn't happen it's like oh somebody's gonna yes no yeah and you think like the bad guys are going to get their comeuppance but no they just get richer <laughs> yeah. like i mean it's 
pretty regular for the world that we live in, yes. but whatever. Um, okay, Katie, so our next prompt is upcoming shows or slash movie adaptations that you're looking forward to based on a, a, a book so, or a book series, whatever. Um, Faux, which by Ian yes, Reid is, yes, yes, is a movie, I think. Is it a movie or a I mean, it's a movie. Okay, on a movie. Amazon Prime, I think we really should read that together and drop in a screen episode because I don't even think we did one last year at all. No, but I'm not sure that we did. Oh, no, we did Daisy Jones and the Six. Okay, right, right, right. Yes, right, right. we did. Yep. Um, but I think that we should definitely do that. And Absolutely. Then I was a thousand percent convinced uh, that Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo was supposed to come out this year, but I couldn't find that it was actually going to come out this year. But yeah. I'm still putting it on my list of That's what's going to come I don't out think because I think it's going to be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I cannot wait to see that when I. I don't think it definitely will come out this year because I don't even think they've announced who is going to play her. Yeah. So um, I've been like waited with bated breath yeah. as to who is going to play Evelyn Hugo. And um, who would you want? I don't know. I really i I've thought about it a little bit, and because I recently saw something that Jessica Chastain was rumored to play. Okay. And her and um, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, she's really she's really pretty, and I guess I could see it, but. And she would look great in green, green mm-hmm. dresses. Like, she would look fucking fantastic mm-hmm. in green dresses. So I honestly don't know who I am picturing yet. I think I think, I think that this is a perfect opportunity for them to have multiple women play her through all the different mm. lives. And I am hopeful that they can do that in a way that's believable yeah. if they go that route. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Um, I like that idea. That's yeah, very like she definitely had multiple stages throughout yes, her whole life. Absolutely, and, and just I mean, it, it, obviously with makeup, you can have it be the same person, right? And, right, but, and just have her look a little differently. I mean, she's yeah. like it's decades worth of exactly. time. So yeah. Um. So for me, um, I already spoke about the book. It's probably going to be fourth wing. I don't. Again, I don't think it's some anything's coming out this year. But um, I just, I just, I, I just love a good sex. Are dragon they making show. it? They are. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I think it's going to be a show? series. I think okay. it's going to be a series. Um, Who has it? Do you know? I don't. I don't know. I am not certain on that. All I know is that it's definitely like in production type stuff. Um, I love a good sexy dragon show. Um, and that being said, that means another thing I'm also looking forward to is House of the Dragon season two. I have to add, I have to have that yeah. on this list. Um, that's adapted from Fire and Blood by George R.R. R. R. Martin, which is not something I read this year, but still that's counts okay. like yeah. it's the, it's still a tv show or movie yes. that's coming and out that you're season two is coming out in book. august and i cannot wait i'm so excited the first season was phenomenal um like like literally back to like game of thrones at its at its best type stuff okay. so like if you ever get a chance to watch it you need I should to watch it you've already watched game of thrones yeah so just add this little one to it too as I'm, well yeah, just yeah. nine episodes of stuff that you have to watch right now yeah. <laughs> um so that was that What's our next one? Uh, so the last one that we have is books that we are most looking forward to. I have had a really hard time with this. I was just kept going through my my upcoming to be read books, and I have um one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight books. I have nine books listed, one that I intentionally crossed off. Oh, you're so funny. That's great. Okay. So you get to start this one. I'm going to start because I only have one listed. I mean, I could certainly go through authors that I'm, I'm hopeful will come I'm pretty out sure book. a lot of these you're going to also. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So um, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading and covering with you The Secret Symphony by Brendan Slocum. Agreed. Um, 
that's already one of, that's one of them yes are already because we know that like a we know that uh he can write phenomenally mm-hmm. we know that we really like his characters and i have legitimately heard that this book is, is better, better than, than violent, violent conspiracy, conspiracy. Yep. so i am like my uh like anticipation for this book is through the fucking roof yes my cousin so, cannot wait my cousin who has recommended books to us um i was discussing both of these to her and she just recently after Christmas, bought Violent Conspiracy or got Violent Conspiracy, read it, got Secret Symphony, and then said to me, she's like, a thousand times, it is better. And oh I was my like, God, oh. So, like, so my anticipation for it is, like, if it doesn't meet my no, I have a feeling it's going to. I'm going to freaking freak out because yep. I cannot wait to read that book. That is, that is probably my most, and it's pretty quick on our list. I think it's number two on our list. Yes, which we do have for... to discuss. I want to hit that hit that topic yes on here too yes absolutely um, so i just i'm gonna just randomly the ones that i wrote down is how i wrote them down there's a it. book called first lie wins i don't, didn't even write down the author but it has shown up on so many book reads lists and i have definitely yes, yes i know who you're talking i know what you're talking about it's black with yes. green writing yes. i don't know who the author is because I, I didn't write it down um so then also i have somewhere beyond the sea which is the sequel to the House on the Cerulean Sea yep. by T.J. Klune, which I'm excited for. Um, the Women by Kristen Hanna, because yep. I have now taken to her books. Um, I'm I really have, looking forward to that one, too. I have Middle of the Night by Riley Sager is written down. I'm excited for that. Love a good Riley Sager you book. You do. Love and a then, good Riley Sager So then I have One Perfect Couple by Ruth Ware. We love mm-hmm. Ruth Ware. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Hunter by Tana French, because we're finally going to get another Tana French book. Yes, and I've, I, I, oh my God, unfortunately, the first, like, the first couple things I've heard about it's it, not, not good. good. Oh, I'm still going to read it. Same, same, yep. same, same, same. And then I have one on my book list, uh, Rabbit Hole by Kate Brody. Um, I obviously picked it sort of based on the title, but I think that I read the synopsis and I was really excited for it. Um, and then the one that I wrote down. Uh, uh, running, I think it's called Running Grave. It is the number seven. God damn. Yes. Book, and I crossed yes. it off because I, I'm not convinced I'm going to read it. I, uh, I want to say I'm not convinced I'm going to read it, but more than likely I'm going to fucking read it. I, and it's, it's just one of those things like it just, I can't, I, I, I'm not ready to quit it yet. But I feel like somebody that I know, whether it was Jen or you somebody said else, something. they got an ARC and it's it doesn't go anywhere still. So yes. I'm like, I I think what you said was that um some one of them tells the other how they feel and they and don't reciprocate it. it. Yeah. Yes. So so another thousand pages of fucking just them fuck being fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Yes. Like it's really like wh- why 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 why. <laughs> why that's all i can say why are you doing this to us why are you doing seven right. books in and they still haven't slept together seriously. like still aren't like seriously aren't being honest with each other why am i gonna read that I, why the fuck am i gonna read that i don't i don't, I don't know i don't yeah. know that um anyway was that the yeah. end of your prompts that's yes that was the end of our prompts. I do have something that i did want to mention to you so this is the notebook that i've had since the beginning mm-hmm. and um Knowing that we were doing this and we have finished our second year and we're going to be going into our third year, I went back because I knew I had a note in here somewhere. So I had written down back when we first had our first meeting to do this podcast that after we got our first ad, we were going to get a tattoo. <laughs> and I also put after we've done it for a full year, we're going to get a tattoo. So now we've done it for two full years, which is a fairly decent chunk of our lives. And I think that we should go get a tattoo. 
what, to commemorate their, what's the, our tattoo gonna be though something maybe the logo or like a stack of books and one of them says the two beer pile or something i don't know i love it i love it something i'm in i'm interested okay. we we can do that absolutely 100 okay. percent. let's do it fantastic um so no I, ads though no nobody ads. wants to listen nobody to wants us, to pay us. <laughs> um you had mentioned previously that we were going to try to do tiktok again i think yes. that that is a great idea yes. um i have stepped i've taken a little bit of a step away from from twitter because you know it's just like it's so it. it's so toxic <laughs> you hate elon musk i mean i still spe- i hate elon musk he's just the worst um I think like I right now we're sticking with Instagram to like where, you mm-hmm. know, and I think the most people follow us on Instagram anyway, like that's where most of the people are seeing our stuff. Um, so, yes, I would like to sit down and figure out a, a TikTok thing and we'll we'll get that yep. squared away for probably this this season if we want to call it a yep. season. Or I was whatever. emailing with George not that long ago and he was telling that he's got a lot of stuff for his own content that he keeps putting on TikTok and he's he's actually connected with some people mm-hmm. to do some more things. And he's like TikTok is kind of where it's you gotta great. be. I know and I'm it like, really yeah, is. we should get the podcast on there again. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because there's a lot of book people book, on, book on, tic- yeah. on TikTok. Um but uh for the time being you can absolutely follow us on Instagram at to be read pod. That's where we put our out our uh, list of um, books that are upcoming for for us to read, where you can comment on for us. And do we have our list for the next I coming do. three? I four? actually have one, two, three. I have four written down right now. Okay. So um, episode 47 is going to be Bright Young Women by Jessica Knoll. I'm really looking forward to that. Yep. She is a fantastic mystery writer, mm-hmm. thriller writer. Um a lot of her books are very much like you don't see like the see underlying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's great. I'm super excited. Uh, episode 48 is going to be The Secret Symphony by Brennan Slocum, which we've already discussed. We are, cannot wait for. Um, episode 49 is going to be Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson. And I can't wait for this one. I've heard so much about it. It's fantasy. I'm bringing like I'm bringing you in a little bit That's more fine. deeper with fantasy stuff. I am currently reading When Women Were Dragons. And Ooh, you told me about I that. I did. Yes. I'm not. I'm only like 60 pages in. So I'm not really like gonna push it to you yet yeah but i'll let you let know. me know let me know and then the last one we have for episode 50 episode 50 ah! uh is the one by john mars and um i'm not sure what that looks like you you did put we did i did write hester on here too do you know who that's by nope i well, have it we'll add that one to the <laughs> list at some point we'll we'll figure that out I'll, i'm gonna put these ones up on instagram so everybody can see them mm-hmm. and whatever um i did want to briefly touch on the fact that um uh, we actually got a, an email from a, a listener who wasn't Tony. <laughs> Tony, we love you. We did get an email from Tony we too. We did. He he was talking about our eggnog, um, our eggnog stuff, and you know he did. Uh, he was talking about our last episode where Sim was with us, and we talked about tomorrow and tomorrow. Um, yes, because he is also a gamer. Yes, correct. Um, so I did want to read. Uh, we got a, an email from Jen M, and she. I want to read hers really quickly because she's the first person who isn't Tony to write to us. And I really (laughs) appreciate it. Um, So she said, so first off, just like producer Chris, I was expecting an actual multiverse alternate timeline story. I have no one to blame but myself. This book kept getting recommended to me by Goodreads and Amazon. And I read a lot of sci-fi with literal multiverse plots, like a lot, if you ever need recommendations. Once I figured out that the overall story was not like that, and this was not sci-fi, but rather a portrait of friendship and different kinds of love, I enjoyed it much more. I am not a gamer at all in most of my familiarity with 
with video games is either through my kids or through the show Mystic Quest on Apple TV. But I still really liked this book. I don't like romance or love stories, but I am a sucker for friendship issues. And tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow delivered. Great episode. I like when you've, I've actually read the book you're talking about. Looking forward to the catch-up episode, Jen. Um, so thank you, Jen, for writing in. Uh, anybody who listens and wants to contact us and, and talk to us about the books that we talk about or um, giving us recommendations of what which books to read, we together, that me and Katie can cover and you can listen to, we would, we would love it. Yes. Tony, don't stop sending us emails. It, absolutely, Tony. We love hearing from you. <laughs> thank you. Um, everybody... Uh, Please join us next time, right? When we make your to-be-read pile one book shorter. Yes! Yay! Yay, we finished! Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye.